This is Matthew Littler. And this is William Stephen. So, William, we've this is our first. Well, it's like, it's, it's a reboot because we did it. We did attempt yeah. it a few years a few years ago, but we kind of we had work. We had work and we <laughs> felt a bit awkward. So yeah, hopefully, we'll with a bit more maturity, we'll be able to get through forty minutes without fucking up and giggling. Yeah. Also, I think with the price of hosting podcasts these days. We can afford this. It, you makes, know? it makes it. It makes it a lot easier. Makes it a lot easier. So yeah. yeah. So essentially, all we're hoping to do through this one is we're massive music fans, among other things. Through Will's a massive comic fan. I stopped collecting a while back. Also, we fans of the UFC. So we've specifically gone for a music podcast in this one just to test the waters. Test the waters. Talk about our. Favorite things and favorite see how it things, goes. yeah. Basically, get you an idea of what kind of collectors we are, what kind, of, what kind of interests we are. So, see if your interests match up to ours, and hopefully, mm. you'll listen after the first one. Yeah, and hopefully, we'll get recommendations because I always like to hear about new albums. I just don't even think about. Yes, especially me. I'm dipping my toe in hip hop, and I need help. <laughs> I love it, but I know fuck all about it. <laughs> so, you know more than me. So, any. Any, any recommendations on what I will discuss? As, uh, yeah, be much appreciated. As we've gone through it this year, so far, we've we've been going through our top five for the year, for the top five album, and honestly, I've struggled. I struggled <laughs> because I don't... I don't I've, I've got a few albums from this year that I've not listened to yet, but in the main, I, go, I like to dig in the past... So there'll be something that I'll have listened to and it's like, okay, what has he done in the past? And then it's like, oh, what's similar to it? So that's again going back in the past. Yeah. And that's where I tend, tend, to, tend to go because I think, especially this year, it's, there hasn't been much to scream about. No, not huge amounts to scream about. And it's going back to what you just said, I think as well, because we're fairly new to record collecting, it's been one to two years now? One well, final, final year, CD... Oh yeah, I'm trying to find a lot of my old favourite stuff. I'm I've just picked up some white stripes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to round out collections. Yeah, and there's only so much money. <laughs> exactly, and, and I have a comic, and my comic books get in the way sometimes. But a little bit of a comic obsession. <laughs> just a bit. What's the What's the backlog at the moment? To read about three or three to four hundred individual comics. Uh, about twelve to fifteen graphic novels. Yeah, weekend work then. Weekend work. Weekend work. And album wise, probably about twenty to twenty-five uh, vinyls I need to get through. I'm looking back at my vinyls. I'm probably looking. Probably a lot more. Uh, yeah, about thirty to forty, maybe fifty records to listen to. After Christmas has been good to me because the sales are on and yes, record. Let's not talk about that. What? You went, you what went what? to two sales and didn't invite the me. The HMV sale was shocking. Honestly, I got two things. It's not, the, it's, it's, it's not the point. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. But yeah, picked up some what hopefully will be decent albums for the money. The yeah. from what I've listened to on first prep, such as like the Muse album, the new Muse one, and the new Smashing Pumpkins, they're all right. But for eight to ten quid each, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not, not gonna say much. no to an opportunity to possibly enjoy an album. 
No, that's true. So, Will, what have you got as your some of your top albums of this year? Well, I can pretty much give it in order, I think, relatively speaking. Top two, you can depends which mood you catch me in. Uh, a Perfect Circles, Eat the Elephant, which to me is just a masterpiece. Why so? Give us a give us a thirty second. Uh, if you're a prog rock fan, it takes you on. A, if you're a prog rock fan, it takes you on a journey, journey for, with, with each song. Um, instrumentally, it's it, it, it's spot on. There's a lot happening, and lyrically, it gives you something to think about. Especially with songs like "So Long" and "Thanks for uh, the Fish," which um, is basically looks at um, society today and how we fixate on the superficial. All and in, in the end, that's not really important. Yeah, I say it is an album I've got. It's on my pile behind me. Mm. It just I ain't got round to it yet. So with work, we're out for. It's not just <laughs> one of my favorites from this year. It's probably one of my favorites of all time. Well, see, that's a big claim. So hopefully, um, I'll enjoy it. And the same with the second one, which I was looking. Okay, so uh, Ghost Prequel, which is on mine to be honest, is number one. Which is just a. It's a beautiful rock album. Everything's so clean. Songs are catchy. It's just an all-round fantastic album. I think they've pulled away a little bit from the uh, the theme of a lot of the other albums, which has been quite dark, kind of demonic. Not, yeah, not so much black metal, but that religious undertone. While yeah. this one has it, but it's very much just a beautiful rock album. Exactly, it's fantastic. Uh, thirdly. Uh, the Black Panther soundtrack uh, curated by Kendrick Lamar now and various artists and various artists <laughs> but he was the one who kind of curated the album did most of the did most of the songs and brought people in that he wanted to do it and it's it's just fantastic Kendrick Lamar is probably one of the, is probably at the moment one of the best rappers in the business and in this he shows what a, a musician he is by bringing all these different people together and it's just, it is just fantastic and a, a fantastic listen. Every every song you get a bit of something different and you get an insight to to cultures which from a which from my background in the UK you don't really have access to. It was a fantastic, a fantastic album. What a, a really good soundtrack for anyone who's into that and is into hip hop and R and B. And the fourth one. At first listen, I wouldn't have put it in, but when I saw him live and he- heard him talk about it, it made me put it in, Frank Turner's Be More Kind. Now, the reason why I put that is is that when we saw him live, he said there was so much negativity in, in the world that he wanted to put out something positive, something that had uh, gave, inspired people, made them happy. And you go back to listen to the album, and he does that in abundance. That's every song... And more or less puts a smile on your face after you listen to it. You can't help but sing along. So I've only gone. For, we, you said top five. I've only managed to go for four because I haven't listened to the rest of the albums that I bought <laughs> from this year. So like Twenty One Pilots, Disturbed, Florence in the Machine. All hopefully great albums. But I've listened to it. I'd say we can't have the opinion yet, and can we win? Yeah. So that's it. And there's a few hip hop albums I want to go out and. and uh, um, that I want to go out and purchase this. Uh, I think Fever, his album, I think it's called Black Milk, or is the other way around. But that's apparently one that I've been told to listen to, so maybe that would creep in. I don't know. But on to you. On to mine. 
Well, as we, I already spoke about, um, Ghost was number one. Number one. Yeah. As I say, it's just an all right, all round, fantastic yeah. album. Um, there isn't much of a negative thing to say about it. From it's just a step above what they've done before, in my opinion. And I think, as I say, the recording production has been fantastic. So we'll move on to number two, um, which was the Cancer Bats, Spark That Moves. As anyone who does know me, I'm a massive punk, hardcore, ska fan anyway. Um, for me, the Cancer Bats thing, it was a far more accessible album than they've done previously. Um, the screaming's been toned down a bit. There's a lot more clean vocals in there. Um, and overall, it's just a nice, it's nothing too serious. It's a little bit of a party to album, mm -hmm. like a lot of the stuff they've done anyway. It's just fun from start to finish. And when we saw them, me and my other half went to see them, um, and she sat in the bar. Uh, <laughs> I, it was fantastic. We saw them in Doncaster. Does the guitarist still not move? The guitarist doesn't move much now. But it doesn't help that it was at the Vintage, so it's not a big stage to begin with. So we'll give him a pass we'll give him a pass. on it. We'll give him a pass. Especially after we saw Every Time I Die there. And a bit mental. Yeah. bit mental. It's, um, as I say, I, I would recommend it to anyone if you can get it at a decent price. It's not overly expensive. It's just worth a listen to. It's, it's a bit nice fun album. Uh, number three, I have Shadow of the Colossus as an original soundtrack. And obviously, the game came out some years ago on the PS2 and then was reissued in a full ground-to-ceiling remake for the PS4, um, they then released the uh, the record of the soundtrack on a beautiful three gatefold, triple gatefold album. It's just nice ambient music, it obviously is its quiet lows plus its highs from when you are fighting the Colossi, it just gets a little thing, but it's just nice music to relax to and just listen away. Um, I'd recommend to get it to anyone, but it's, as I've said to a lot of people, soundtracks are expensive for some reason. They, they just seem to be more expensive than albums. Um, I'd recommend it. I, I don't really have anything else to say about it. If you've not played the game, you're not going to get the music, you're not going to get the thing. But if you haven't, just give it a go. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take your word for it. Um, number four, I've got Frank Turner as well on the Be More Kind. And I agree with you completely, dude. From start to finish, it's just a nice, happy album. And when we saw him live, it's just so much energy. And I don't know, it just makes you feel glad. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a happy record, that's the, that's the only way to describe it. And seeing him live is just an experience, I would say, to anyone. Yeah. On, it, it, it is worthwhile because it's just... The amount of positivity that you feel within within his performance and within the crowd, out is just uh, it's just inspiring from yeah, a from, from a fan perspective. See, that was the thing. I know a lot of people who've gone to see him and they've seen him not. They don't just see him once. They've seen him four, five, six times. I'm just like, I've seen Band Four thing, but it yeah. was never an artist. I was like, oh, I'll go see. It would be, but watching it. Yeah, there's very few artists that I would go back to multiple times to see, and I. I certainly put him down the list of the ones that I would go back to oh, see God, multiple yeah. multiple times. I also like how he tours apparently on his own. He doesn't sometimes just does a tour on his own. I'd like to see that because I can yeah, imagine yeah. it'd be really nice. Um, number five and my fifth because I did get a fifth. Uh, just 
was um, the Marmosets Know What You Know Now. It's it's a beautiful record to begin with. It's just a nice blue clear one. It's but the albums, it's just a good punk album from start to finish. I, I listened to the first one. In fact, I owned the first one for a period of time. I don't know if I still own it. No, uh, I have that because you, you gave it, it me. Yeah, uh, the weird, the weird and the beautiful, and that was a good. That was a good record. Yeah. Um, the the second one's a bit more poppy. Mm. Um, it's I guess more mainstream in mm. that thing, but it's still a really good punk album. And after seeing them live back at download this year that's what made me want to get back into because you gave let me listen to the first album to begin with I enjoyed it mm. but then seeing them live just was a completely was new experience because she actually, is fantastic yeah. live was it actually the first Mama Sex record I listened to because I did download the six this was years ago the uh, the six uh, song EP that they put out on iTunes oh yeah this was years ago this was before I realised well, this was before <laughs> That I, first album came before, out. Before, I didn't realise until I went through my iTunes uh, history that I already listened to them. <laughs> well, why not? As the, I say, it's one of them which is nice to go back to, I guess. Yeah, it's a great... Yeah, like from the first album, it was a fantastic listen. It's just with punk, I can... Uh, I can... This, majority, I, I like punk, but I'm, also, I'm very selective when I come to it. And quite a few things I listen to that like you put on it, it's like, oh, I like it. But I wouldn't put it on repeat just because it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But it's uh, but it's not that I don't appreciate its quality. It's just not something that I instinctively would go back to all the time. Completely agree. As I say, everyone there's certain genres of music. I think we all have that. Sometimes I I have a thing with jazz. I would listen to jazz and then I'm done with jazz. Mm. And then I go back and like I'm really enjoying some jazz. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. It's like I say, it's very well. I'm eclectic with most things, but even even more so, it's punk. Yeah. The albums we just listened to before the podcast went live, so to speak, and the first one is Naz's Illmatic Life from the Kennedy Center with the National Symphony Orchestra. Now, this was a National Record Store Day release, and it's a uh, double. It's, it's it's two LPs. Comes in a nice thick gatefold with the gold trimmings. Uh, it's very a, reminiscent of the actual album cover, but just done a little bit more high end into it. High end, yeah. So and you've got a nice thick thick book with it, and from listening to it, it's it, it's a thing of beauty. Now we have to probably go back to what it's based on. Naz's Illmatic, if you're a hip hop fan, is a must is a must buy for an album. It's probably it's will be in any top ten in hip hop albums. Uh, lyrically, Naz is a genius. This um, gives you an insight to culture that he was brought up in, the environment, and gang gang life and everything like that. But it, it's lyrically a beautiful a beautiful hip hop album. And mixing it with the orchestra is just a stroke of genius. You're just getting his poetry with this nice ambient orchestra beat in the background, which I've never heard. Of, I've never heard before, and hearing it for the first time, it's, it works amazingly well. Uh, so, what were your? Other? I say I enjoyed it. I'm not as big a hip hop fan as you. I've got the original copy of Nas Illmatic, um, which I enjoyed. I've only listened to it a couple of times. 
I saw it on my shelf behind me. I enjoyed it. I probably enjoyed this version more, probably because of the the background music. Uh, it's a lot more. It's a lot softer. It's a lot just more for me palatable. Mm. Just because um, that's my kind of prefer that kind of stuff. Just music I can sit back and relax to, and it is one of them. Even though it is a hip hop album, quite a hard hitting from the mm. original one. It somehow not transcends wouldn't be the word, but it changes into quite a nice, easy listening piece. Yes, yeah, it's, it's almost like sp- uh, spoken spoken word poetry with just uh, orchestra in the background but it works perfectly it loses it, it cannot loses but it, that edginess it comes from the original is kind of replaced with this uh, this um, like, like I said this uh, it's a live feel this, this live feel yeah. all that is nicely captured in this very limited edition vinyl which I am the proud owner of um the second one, and it's a bit of a hip hop theme. Uh, well, hip hop R and B. This one, uh, Anderson Packs Malibu. Now we only listened to the first two tracks to give Matt and it. Uh, um, this is my first intro to him, and it, it was enjoyable from what I have. It, again, it's quite easy listening. It's relaxing. It's not um, in the same vein. I wouldn't say personally mm. as the Nas stuff. It's just nice hip hop old. Yeah, it mixes yeah. it mixes the R and B and blues, so it's a very it's a very soft album that you can just nice nice and relax to. And it, this is the type of hip hop that I that I've been trying that I've been getting into because for a long time it was you always had the connotations of the gangster rap stuff, which again my naivety. I apologise for any connoisseurs of hip hop there, but for a long time that was the connotations that we that we would get that we would get. Oh yeah. And that was the stuff that was popular when we were at school. Yeah, yeah, I know we wrong. It was all the Fifty Cent stuff. It was all, don't get me wrong. I enjoy some of the Fifty Cent stuff, and I still have that. Um, but you're not willing to dive into anything, anything no. beyond the surface because that's the impression you get. You get, but with people like Anderson Pack and Kendrick Lamar, you are getting in these things where they are using blues and soul music and all that stuff to create the beats and the. The rapping itself isn't aggr- isn't aggressive. It's kind of a nice, um, peaceful tone, which is delivering a powerful message, especially with the Kendrick Lamar stuff. This stuff, uh, the Anderson Pack album in particular, I wouldn't say it's as politically charged as uh, as that. You just you you just getting n- nice. R and B songs with a tint with a with a heavy hint of hip hop, chucked uh, into chucked into the mix. Chris uh, Anderson packs, which I've recently found, has a multi instrumentalist, uh, mainly plays uh, mainly with the mainly known for his uh, drum playing, and his band the Free Nationals, which I will need to try and find some uh, find some. How easy is it to find something like that? Cause... Free Nationals is difficult. I mean, I can get. It. His first album, Venice, and um, relatively easy, and I can get his new albums. It's available January twenty fifth called Oxnard. If you want to give it to go, um, I, might, I might have to give it a quick pre order. Amazon, eh? <laughs> but again, it's, it's to say background music. You think you're doing it a disservice, but sometimes you want to put on, you want to put on a record, and it just have this uh, and you just have the nice sweet sound that washes 
that washes over you that you can feel like you can relax to and everything else goes out the window. Yeah, something you don't yeah. have to think too hard about but you can still enjoy. Mm, like a de-stressor. <laughs> uh, and this is very much so, it's, it's, it's the music, the music to it is, does give you that sensation of just, of, of relaxation, which is what you want after working nights. <laughs> yeah, you're a nights, I'm a 12 hour a day. We, um, that's the only issue with this slightly, is that we, we work different shifts. Yes, but, we'll um, try our best to uh, oh God, put yeah. out content. Even if we can get one a week, we'll be, I'll be yeah. happy to be honest. It's um, yeah, it's albums like that. Hopefully next time this was done slightly as a whim for us, but hopefully we'll we'll listen to a few more albums before then, thing, and we'll be able to stuff that we enjoy. It's not going to be a chart show. It's not going to be a thing. It's just going to be stuff that we get and enjoy, and alternative, uh, alternatively stuff we don't enjoy. Yes, but we we're going we go we're going to be careful because we don't when we say we don't like a, a, an album we don't want to no. be like be, be like some people in social media feel the need to to tell all in sundry go over the top in its in, in the criticism um, plead with the artist to, about about the about the album end of the day if we don't like an album we'll say why we don't like it but That's we'll it. we'll. Uh, but that's for the sake of conversation in the podcast. We aren't ones that are wanting to start any kind of just not, uh, yeah. abuse towards towards anyone in in, in particular. Not today. Yeah. People create music all the time, and I, I can't say I could do it. I can enjoy it, and I can exactly. dis- dislike it. And I'm, probably, I'm, not, I'm fans of artists and not fans of others, but people release good music, and that's what's important. And that's what we want to focus on. So yeah. we'll mainly be focusing on albums that we that we enjoy. We'll briefly mention albums that we might not like because you might hear us talking about an artist and say an album's going co- uh, an album's coming out we want to listen to, yeah. and we if it, and, it and if it comes out and we don't comment on it and we don't comment on it, I, I, it comment on it because we like we haven't done in previous podcasts it, it it would be wrong to follow, to not follow through, but we are not. I'm conscious that I don't want to. Uh, I don't actively go out just to. Yeah. insult people because there's no point in that it's, it's yeah. a negative thing for a negative like, reason I don't like uh, one of the very few genres of music I don't like is garage and house music so I'm not going to go out and buy those type of records just to come in here and sleep I'm not going to do that with people like uh, Panic at the Disco I'm just not going to listen to the records yes completely agree dude that's um, as I say a good example of what we're talking about probably is um, for me it was the Clutch albums I really love the sec um, the Psychic Warfare album. I just don't like Book of Bad Decisions yeah. as much. It's a good album. I'm not gonna say it's not, but I'm not gonna slate it because the thing it's just what didn't hit my expectations. Yeah, exactly. So that's our kind of little uh, note on what the tone of this podcast is going to be. Positive as much as possible. Positive as much as possible. Learn, <laughs> trying to learn from uh, Frank Turner here. Be more kind. Discovering, discovering new, new albums that are, new albums that I've not listened to, new artists that I've not, uh, not necessarily new as in they've just come about, but ones that I've neglected to listen to in the past. Um, yeah. I mean, the last, the, the last year or so, I've kind of been the most exploratory in my in my music yeah. listening. There's so much out there as well. It's hard to find, know what's you're going to enjoy. 
Mm. I mean, apart from the superficial stuff, like I say, the superficial stuff with, uh, I think everyone listens to Eminem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, everyone, everyone, I think, has owned an Eminem album at least once in the life, haven't um, they? Everyone likes the fifty, fifty, the fifty cent. Get rich or die trying. Uh, and but it's, it was more like delving into like the Kendrick Lamar, Anderson, Anderson Pack, um, Nas, um, Tupac, um, and then other artists that I've not I've listened to online like um, Logic. Who's got you know, finally getting a, an affordable album on vinyl in the UK coming out in February? Everything's always a bit pricey, isn't it? Yeah, um, Vic Mensa, Vince Staples, um, <coughs> Fever. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff which I need to go out, buy the records, and listen uh, and listen to. So I, it's more it's more the fact it's exciting. I'm just still at this stage that I've not set in my roots of this is what I listen to. I'm still discovering new stuff to me that I'm wanting to listen to and listen to and take a chance on. No, oh, yeah, and so. there's, there's, that's partly why I want to do this as well. It's not just uh, talk about what we like. I'd like people to hopefully message us and tell us, give us recommendations because I'm always up for mm. buying something new and exciting. Yeah, I tell you that a great thing that I discover a lot of new artists on um, the Amoeba YouTube channel. Oh they, yeah, they yeah. do a thing called "What's in My Bag," and they'll get they'll get mu- musicians, actors who have gone round the store because Amoeba is a massive, massive, yeah, massive shop in 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 LA, and they'll basically go through what they've bought in their bag. So you get uh, you get a lot of. Uh, my recommendations to do that. So I've just watched the Ethan Hawke one, and he's put me onto some outlaw. Well, to a lot of country stuff, a lot of outlaw country artists. Um, that the names escape me, but the artist that I do, that he, he did say was Hooray for the Riffraff. Is one that no one I've ever heard of. To be it's honest, a fe- it's a female artist. Um, it is that I wouldn't I wouldn't mind trying and. Um, Trying him now that I don't name his, his father, but Waylon Jennings. I think. Oh, I'm, Waylon Jennings. Is that yeah. his father or his? Or is Waylon his... Jennings was in the Highwayman. Yeah, so it'd be, it'd be his Johnny Cash. It'd be his that. son then, Shooter Jennings. Oh sh- yeah, I, I honestly I saw it because it kept coming up on Amazon mm. Music because I stream a lot of my stuff yeah. over that, and I just assumed from the look of him, mm. it was someone completely different. <laughs> yeah, Shooter Shooter Jennings. So there's quite a few country stuff that I wouldn't mind exploring. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's mainly it's mainly that. There's no fixed thing. I mean, there's no, a couple no. there's a couple of albums coming up that I, if I remember to pre-order them, I won't mind <laughs> I won't mind doing. Um, for example, uh, Anderson Pack we've just discussed his new albums out on the twenty fifth. Logics, it's got an album out coming out on the around around the February time. That I need to pre-order. I can't remember the name now. It's Roman numerals or something like that. Um, and then Bring Me the Horizons got an album out. Uh, Dream Theatre. That's all in the first two months of the year, and then. And there's uh, reissues coming out all the time of classic albums from when we were younger. Yeah, yeah, like the, the Offspring. The Offspring's Americana's coming out, which I'm very excited for. Exactly. So that's so that's all. Uh, it's all looking good, and then Corns in the studio. Bastion's going to be in the studio after they finish the tour. So. It, it hopefully will be a good year for music. Yeah. And say, we probably had a good, we probably had a good year in two thousand eighteen. But 
I don't think we've either of us been on the pulse of current music. It's been a lot of, as you say, hunting for stuff from the past that we wanted to either give a go or that we've we mm. loved in the past when we were on CD. And yeah, it's like we're finding sorts. like anything. It's like finally listened to Beyonce's Lemonade album this year. And you might, people might laugh when I say Beyonce, but it's a stunning album. Stunning album from beginning to end. I'm going to sound like a parrot. I've listened to, <laughs> uh, after listening to Black Panther soundtrack, I've listened to Damned, sorry, Damned, and To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, which again, masterpieces. So a lot of the stuff I've listened to is, like I say, it's, it's, it's before. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, think... sorry, sorry, 2018, it's not you, it's me. I completely agree with you as I say that's what I've been hunting down a lot of a lot of my the classic reissues I'm looking at a copy of the original editors album just because I love that album when I was doing a block party that reissue of block party Silent Alarm that came out was just I was so happy when it did Mm. uh, because I love that album Um, there's a lot of stuff out there and there's too much for us to all you know to get everything but yeah it's it's probably been a fantastic year for music, but well, <laughs> yeah. um, we will try harder. We have to now. <laughs> if we're gonna do this, we've got to because we've got to be up on current stuff. But obviously, stuff we not recommend. Well, I'd say recommend. I, I, any album I would use on this, and I'm assuming you would as well, mm. would be an album I would say buy it if you want to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. I want. Not I want it might not be Tevin's taste. We'll give it a go. Exactly. Go with an open mind, because that's what we want to do. Yeah. yeah I, so I'll listen to anything. You've got, in any genre, good and bad. I'm not wanting know. to talk to the 16-year-old me who only listens to Mel. You only listen to metal Noth- and death metal. Nothing else. <laughs> and anything else can go suck it. No, I, I don't want to be uh, talking to the 16-year-old me. I want to be uh, yeah. talking to like-minded people who are going to recommend us stuff. Because, like I said, it's... I'm dipping my toe in, in in waters I've not treaded before, so uh, a helping hand would be much appreciated. Oh, God, yeah. That's how we are with things on this. So, yeah, so is there any other albums I've not mentioned that you're... Uh... Um, as you say, Bring Me The Horizons thing, last couple of albums we've both loved. I've loved a couple more before that. Uh, the Fever 333, after we got that EP, EP, I'm looking forward to see what they do. Because mm. I was a big Let Live fan before that, which is a shame I couldn't see them before they split up because yes. I had the opportunity twice. You just wanted to see him wreck the stage. Yeah, a little bit. But they played like Sam Dunk and they played Download while I was there and I was just like, oh, I'll go next time. I'll, just, I'll go next time. Someone else I want to see. And then it was the same with The Ghost Inside. Really wanted to see The Ghost Inside. Then the car, the bus crash happened. Yeah. So just a shame. Hopefully they're going to bring out, because they, they keep teasing it. Hopefully I'm really excited yeah. for them to bring an album out. We'll I see how it goes with them. It, it would be nice, but like I said, they're focusing on their recovery at the moment, yeah. and that's the main thing. That's the important thing so at the end of the day. Sh- shout between, out to them. Yeah. To, to help hopefully their recovery is... Uh, uh, it's, hopefully it's going well. It's going it, well. Look, as I say, from updates I see it is, but the losing of limbs, the paralysing of limbs, everything that happened to them, it's, it's, it's a long, hard road. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, there's not much else I've got at the moment for albums that I really want to listen to in the thing. I've just hopefully get some recommendations from people and, you know, I, I would say support your local record store, especially with the news of HMV. 
Yeah, closing. Um, but that's, that's more down to its business model than, yeah, oh God, than, anything, yeah. than if, anything else. Um, going into administration, it's not the first time, obviously, this happened back in 2000. And about six years ago, I think. Yeah. Twice and six, yeah, about six years ago. Uh, it's, again, it's its business model. It doesn't buy in bulk, so it can't, it can't compete at the price point that on, online retailers do. Oh, um, God, yeah. And customer service wise, it can't compete with independents. Yeah. Because that's where the more passionate people are selling, selling the stuff. For example, at Bear Tree Records. Bear Tree Records in Sheffield is our local. Well, probably one of our locals. We've got. That and music junkies. So re- record junkies. Record junkies. That's, in above, that's above music junkies. <laughs> yeah, um, they're probably both our locals. If you get a chance, go over to them. They're great. Um, and they're always happy to give recommendations of anything that you want to think. And they've got a big lot of stock. It's not it's not a small place anymore since they're in that small room. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. Just go 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 crate digging. Go crate digging. That's that's the best thing. Even if you find something for a five, a five or a ten, and just take a punt. That's what I did my last time. I went crate digging in uh, York. And what did you find while you're in York then? Uh, Eagles, one of these nights for a fiver, um, and ELOs, a new world record, and out of the blue, which I think for we're c- combined were twenty quid altogether. Oh, you can't complain at that price, yeah, really. Well. You can't beat a nice ELO's great music for just relaxing as well. It's it's just happy, perfect pop songs. Yeah. That's that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's perfect pop songs, and the, the Eagles is just brilliant songwriting and. Rock music. You've got a collection of musicians at the highest, at the highest level. Or well, Joe Walsh was probably would have to go down in any top ten list for guitarists. It's, and harmony wise, wise as a group, they're probably up there, up there with the Bee Gees as being as being uh, in terms of harmonies. Well, yeah, yeah, I get that. Though, yeah, completely agree with you on the harmony side. I'm a I think I prefer the Bee Gees more, but that's just the type of music and nice. And obviously the impact he's had, especially, name escapes me, on music in general, uh, Barry Gibb. Hey, well, it, <laughs> all, 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 all three brothers writing songs for other people. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you could, we could have an, you could have an entire two episodes talking about songs that they've written <laughs> for other people, the Bee Gees. And that's just listing them out and not talking about anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, crate digging's exciting. Uh, oh god, yeah, and it's it's nice to find something, especially when you're just thinking through that you were like, oh, I didn't expect to find that. Exactly. So I'm I'm off to London on the twelfth of Jan to see Chelsea play Newcastle. Um, yeah, sorry to bring up football. Um, but it's half five kickoff, so I'm hoping to get there in the morning and head and head down to uh, Soho because Soho we've got yeah, yeah you better really five or six decent record shops and quite yeah, close uh, quite close proximity. Well, we went to a couple, didn't we, when we went down last time? Mm. Hopefully, you'll find something decent while you're down there. I, I'd like going to Camden for crate digging, but I find there's a lot of bootlegs, which is yeah. fine because this is disheartening. It's disheartening because yeah. I've I've been looking for tool albums. So expensive. I've been looking for two albums. Yeah. Uh, and I found about four or five when I was in this one shop. And I was like, oh, fantastic. And they're all really decent price. And then, uh, close examination, bootlegs. It's bootlegs. Which, if you're trying to buy any tool, or anyone's ever tried to buy any tool, it's just damn expensive. It's like listening to getting Dream Theater stuff or Coheed stuff. A lot of the 
the prog stuff is just expensive because they don't do them on big runs, do they? At the end of the it's, day. In, it's an acquired taste. It's yeah. not uh, so it, they literally just make enough uh, fans. But yeah, no, crate digging is always a good thing. Um, and when you find something nice, you're just like, yes, quickly run, run to, run and buy it. Exactly. You can't go wrong with uh, the, the classics. Oh, yeah. Is a, I think we're probably coming up to a time that we're happy with, with things. This is an intro podcast for us. It's our first one, and hopefully doing a couple more we're going to get a bit more free-flowing with that I think yes it's, um, it's a lot more free-flowing we need to listen to a lot more on a more regular basis <laughs> it's, cool. it's uh, to uh, be able to diverse more freely of course but so this is us I guess signing off whatever we would yeah, want to really sign, call it we'll yeah. figure that out at some point we'll come up with some corny catchphrase yeah, yeah. but yeah uh, till next time and hopefully a lot more music talk will happen yeah okay so uh